1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the afternoon grind here on Roto-Grinders. Uh, this is your first of three and a half full hours of uh, DFS MLB coverage for you today. Uh, Britt Devine here, I got Boggs Light, uh, I got Luke Core here. Uh, Nick, I'll start with you. Uh, welcome back aboard. You've been here, oh what, at Roto-Grinders since about the start of baseball season. How's life been treating you?
2: Yeah, uh, it's been good, can't complain.
1: Yeah, it's good. Uh, Nick's got his package in the premium. If you want to look at some of his projections, uh, you can get that for uh, about two bucks for the day. Uh, he has season long stuff too. He's been around a long, long time in DFS. Uh, some of the best projections I think you can get your hands on. Uh, we got Boggs Light here as well today. Boggs, me and you, we've been doing this a long time as well here. Uh, how's it going out there in California today?
3: Oh, I've had better days. My uh, my hockey team lost last night. Had to shave the playoff beard. But uh, well, I so bet I, you don't
1: like any of those guys in uh, in the RG office today, do you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I guess I'm rooting for Nashville now, but it's uh, good for them. But other than that, it's it's back to baseball for me. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to that.
1: Got your Angels tonight. Uh, we'll we'll ha- we'll get a Joe West rant out of you too, because he's behind the plate for them today. Uh, I also want to tell you guys too. Uh, I'm not sure if you know, but uh, our own STL cards. He won himself a cool $100,000 last night. So if you want to read his premium article, uh, I just posted a link to it in chat. If you have the premium, you can just click on that. Uh, He basically goes through every team and talks about their stackability for the night. Uh, And if you don't have the premium stuff, you can get a seven-day free trial uh, at just about any time here if you want to peep that out today. Uh, It doesn't hurt to read uh, someone that just uh, won $100,000 last night. So go check that out. Uh, 15 games on the slate today. Uh, No time for shenanigans. So Nick, I'll start with you. Giants, Cubs, uh, Johnny Cueto versus John Lester, but there's rain in this game in Chicago today. Um, Roth has this. Oh, let me find this. He had the Chicago game as orange. Says it could look a little scarier uh, around lineup lock here. Uh, What's your take on this game Uh, currently with the weather and then, Uh, let's say the weather clears up I actually really really like John Lester Uh, I just don't think the weather's gonna hold
2: yeah I mean I guess um if the weather does clear up I'm not not a huge fan of any of the hitters in this game but um I think both pitchers I mean I guess more so Lester than Cueto just because Cueto hasn't been doing so great this year but yeah I, I would agree with you that John Lester's in a pretty good spot um But, again, it doesn't look like this is going to be a game where you can roster a pitcher. So I didn't really spend a ton of time on it.
1: Yeah, currently red on the lineups page. Roth had it as orange earlier, and he said it could look uglier. Uh, Boggs, you've had a chance to look at the radar. What's what's your take on the weather here? Uh, I I think you're you're kind of leaning toward this game as severe delay, maybe even possible PPD risk rate.
3: Yeah, it's just one of those scenarios where you're going to have to wait for Roth uh, to come out with his – you know, crack analysis right before block. It's, it's a game that I'm hesitant to, you know, load up on from really any perspective. Uh, obviously, you know, if the weather was fine, Lester, you know, would be a decent option. But, you know, with Kershaw on the bump, even as an SP2, I, I just I just don't really see the upside uh, relative to a guy like Kershaw to, to pay up for, for Lester tonight.
1: All right, so I think what we'll do, it's 3.30. There's going to be two, three, uh, you know, two and a half more shows after this one. As the game gets closer, we'll let them make the call on the rain here for now. I think I'm staying away, and I think uh, both Boggs and Nick will kind of agree on that for now. So let's go to uh, Mariners Nationals. Uh, Nick, let's start with you. Big run line here for the Nationals. A little bit of rain in this game, too, here. How are you approaching this? You got Ross back in the rotation. Not sure I want him. I want some of these lefties bats against Bergman, though, if I can afford them.
2: Uh, Yeah. um, I think – I think, again, here with the weather, you want to make sure to check for updates because I think this one was – I think he had it as yellow, it slash,
1: orange, orange slash yellow orange earlier. Slash yellow. That was at 5 a.m. though. Roth gets up real
2: early. Newly right. newly
1: newly engaged Kevin Roth, by the way, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, But yeah, I mean, I guess you know, I'm not really too high on on bats in this game either. Um, I think Bergman is actually a little bit better than kind of. A little bit better this season than he has been in the past he uh stopped throwing his forcing fastball which was not a good pitch for him um he's been slowing or throwing the slider quite a bit more which i think is a much more quality pitch and it's been um getting a lot more guys out so uh, i don't think he's quite as bad as his career numbers are so i think i'm probably going to stay away from probably batters on both sides of this game. What are you doing, Boggs? Uh, Just to
1: give you guys a quick look, if you don't have the premium stuff again, I suggest you get it to read Card's article. He has the Nationals as the sixth best stack on his Swing for the Fences article today. Do you agree with that today, Boggs?
3: Uh, You know, it's tough because I kind of agree with both sides of the argument here. Uh, the, The main problem, main issue with, you know, loading up Washington bats is obviously they're capable of going off. Um, On any given night, and uh, you know I'm not necessarily a guy that's afraid of Christian Bergman, but uh, you know the prices remain through the roof. And you know if you want to work in a Kershaw, even if this game does have some weather concerns added to it, it's a I would definitely not have Washington in my top five. But uh, you know if they can get to Bergman early, we all know how bad that Seattle bullpen is. Mm -hmm. So there's some potential here. Um, but for the most part, I'm not going to be going crazy with uh, the with national bats.
1: Uh, Nick, any interest in Joe Ross? You know, he went down, you know, his ERA, absolutely horrific to start the season. But the underlying numbers were actually pretty good. He's someone we've used a lot uh, over the last year or so in DFS. Uh, any interest with him today? Seattle
2: going into the National League. No DH for them here. Um, I mean, not yeah. I guess not really. I think there's too many other good options at pitcher today. So, mm. I'm not going to consider somebody like Joe Ross on a full slate like this. Yeah, not the slate for
1: today. If it was a shorter slate, I could certainly get behind it. But I agree, uh, not really needed today. Um, Boggs, uh, let's go next game. Rockies at Phillies. Uh, we've got an eight and a half over under in this game. Um, we've got uh, German Marquez against Zach Eflin. Eflin, I think, is he's probably a bottom three or four pitcher on the slate today. Uh, I'm actually surprised the Rockies at 70 degrees. The wind's blowing out. Their team total is four and a half. I'm honestly surprised it's not a a tad bit higher here. Guys like Charlie Blackman, guys like Carlos Gonzalez, you can mix in Arenado, Reynolds, and Desmond too. I really want these bats against Eflin. Um, The only problem today is Clayton Kershaw's on the mound, and these guys, especially on DraftKings, are way, way, way jacked up in price.
3: Yeah, that that being said, uh, you know, unlike how I was complaining about the price tag for a lot of the guys in Washington, uh, you know, on the road, in a hitter's park, obviously it's not course field but you know there's a lot of potential here for the rockies they've obviously been swinging the bats all year long and uh, up against a struggling young pitcher in f1 uh, i definitely like the rockies i like the bats on both sides of this game to be quite honest with you um but you know you're starting to see cargo come around i'd obviously like to see that lineup i don't believe it's out yet for the rockies but uh, starts at the top with blackman and then obviously, you know the, the left-handed bats are, are the ones that you, you want to tar- target against Ethlin. But you know, I I never have a problem rostering Arenado, Reynolds, even a Desmond. I don't really know, how, you know, if Story will be back in the lineup, but he's a little bit overpriced for a guy coming off injury for me. Uh, it would just really be, you know, Cargo Blackman would be my two favorite options, and uh, obviously Arenado.
1: Um, Nick. Is Marquez crazy today, um, run prevention, maybe not all the strikeouts, but it's not like the Phillies are that good. Is he on the board at all today? He's been halfway decent and the Phillies numbers across the board are just horrific. Yeah, I think, uh, Franco's out of the lineup too, which is yep. helpful. I mean, that's why um, they, is it, that's why they've been so bad because he's been so bad this
2: year. <laughs> I, I still feel like he's a little bit scary, uh, just from what he's done in the past, but, um. Yeah. Look at the bottom of this line. Andres Blanco,
1: Herrera's been horrible.
2: Ty Kelly, Andrew yeah. Knapp, and then the pitcher. This is a really, really weak Phillies lineup today. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's crazy as an SP2. Um, but I've, I'm probably still going to stay away from that um, with with some of the other better options today. Uh, but they also, I think, have a, a hitter ump in this game, Chris Conroy. Um which I guess wouldn't be ideal, uh, but I guess he gets a park boost and um, also going against that terrible lineup, so not crazy. Um, what do you? What about the
1: bats here, Nick? Too so like the Rockies. I like if I can afford Charlie Blackman today, he's one of the first guys onto my team. It's just he's so expensive on DraftKings. Um, he's still up there on FanDuel today. Uh, what's your interest level in these Rockies? Eflin, uh, pretty clearly, I think a uh, bottom three, bottom four pitcher for sure on a big slate today.
2: Yeah, um, I mean he's he's definitely due for a uh, an an increase in his home run to fly ball percentage. Um, I think his ex-fifth is over five, um, and the Rockies are projected to do pretty well in this game. Um, and I'm I mean I'm agreeing with you guys. Charlie Blackman, Cargo are probably the two best. Um, I also kind of like DJ Lemayhew. Um, as far as I guess pitch typing, they both profile really well against uh kind of the stuff that F1 has so um I think those three guys at least a couple of those guys will find their way under my lineup so
1: uh Boggs your thoughts on uh, on Marquez here is he someone you know you mentioned you wanted pitcher or hitters from both sides here you know on a 15 game slate is Marquez you know I'm looking I'm playing most of my action on DraftKings today so I'm looking at guys like Jordan Montgomery around his price range. You even got guys uh, a little bit cheaper. We've got some really, really cheap guys who might even be on play on DraftKings today. Is Mark has him play for you?
3: Uh, you know, not really because you know I'm more of a tournament player, and I just don't think he has the upside even against you know mm-hmm. a pretty watered down Philly's lineup you know, on the road. Just because he does get obviously a nice park pump from Colorado, but you know Philly, that's a that's a bandbox out there. Uh, it's it's just a, a scenario where I sure I mean obviously he's he's comes with a, a decent price tag um, if you maybe threw him in as part of the Rocky stack I just don't see him you know coming in and lighting it up like Hoffman did yesterday uh, and because you know I, I mentioned I do like some of the Phillies obviously more for, for tournaments but they're all relatively cheap and we've seen them have some big games this season Um it's kind of a scenario where I could plug and play. I'm not going to go crazy with the Phillies at this point, but you know, there's some nice value we had and uh, you know, it's better ballpark than, you know, say out in Oakland to try and find some value.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let's go Royals, Yankees. Um, so Nick, I'm looking, you know, we've got Kershaw. I think I'm probably going to use Kershaw today. Um, I'm looking for some price savings and Jordan Montgomery's is a guy I've kind of landed on today. I think on DraftKings, he's, know 500 to 600 dollars too cheap and on a big slate with kershaw you need as much price savings as you can get um it's against kansas city now they don't strike out too much against lefties but their offense across the boards pretty bad they have been heating up a little bit here um he's been pretty consistent outside of his last outing which just happened to be against kansas city uh how are you approaching him Uh, i think he makes a fine sp2 i don't even hate him Uh, i haven't checked on Fanduel today but i'd imagine he's He's probably down there in price too. I think he's probably pretty reasonable as a cheap option there.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I could see him doing well against Kansas City. Um, I guess the guys that I thought could do well against him—Hosmer, uh, Mustakis, and Bonifacio—two of those guys are lefties, um, which you know makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about mm-hmm. that situation. Um, he's a or Montgomery's kind of a fly ball pitcher, and Kansas City is has one of the lowest home run to fly ball percentages, which makes you feel pretty nice about that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think there's definitely quite a few positives, you know, in his favor. So I could see him being an SP2 today.
1: Yeah, I like from Montgomery struggles with walks, bogs. The Royals don't really walk too much. I think that also helps him in the favor, along with Nick mentioned the home run to fly ball stuff. They just don't have the power. Uh, if Montgomery's on, I, I really don't see a repeat of the last game. I can kind of see him, coming in here and and having himself a pretty good game at a reasonable price today
3: yeah and you know i think he's you know in a relatively safe spot uh given his price tag he's got you know swing and miss stuff which is what you're looking for in, yeah. against an aggressive team like the royals which i think will work in his favor in this game and uh, i expect him to bounce back as well uh, curious to see how highly owned he'll be but again if you want kershaw and you want some you know, a semi-decent looking lineup, um, you know, finding some value from a guy with upside like Montgomery is probably the right the route to go. Yep. I uh,
1: got Andy Means pitching primer from the premium stuff in here. Uh, 12.4 string, swinging strike percentage uh, from Montgomery this year. Uh, that's the highest of anybody uh, pitching on the slate. That's better than McCullers, better than Kershaw, the highest swinging strike rate uh, of anybody going today. So he's someone I really like um Nick Yankees bats against Duffy Duffy went out and just kind of lit them up the last time out we've got no Gary Sanchez I think takes a lot of the stackability out of the Yankees in my opinion today because it kind of gets that tough catcher spot with a guy that pretty much always has the highest expectation uh, of raw points at the catcher position every night here how are you approaching them on this big slate tonight
2: yeah I mean I I was going to be on Gary Sanchez if he was in the lineup so I was kind of bummed out about that um But I mean, I think Danny Duffy is due for some regression. I don't think that he's going to pitch as well as he has. Um, I mean, he is an ex-fip over four, and his home run to fly ball percentage should start trending up. Um, There's a couple right-handed bats in this lineup that profile well against him: I think Holiday, Castro, and Judge. So pretty much three through five. would be the biggest threat to kind of ruining his night. So um, if I had to pick, yeah, if I had to pick one bat from the Yankees lineup, I'd probably go with judge. Yeah. Judge is always a play. What about you for the Yankees here, Boggs? Uh,
1: you're playing tournaments tonight. You know, there's some pretty good hitting spots tonight and without Gary Sanchez, it's going to take a lot of the stacks, I think off of the Yankees here. How are you approaching? It? Yeah.
3: <clears throat> it's, it, it is tough because, you know, you don't want to rush your Ellsbury. Um, yeah. Well, limited upside there, but, you know, I think the, the way to approach it would just be to take the three best hitters, you know, and call it day. It looked, you know, maybe they'd go for the mini stack instead of a full on Yankee but stack.
1: The, the two through five doesn't, you know, Hicks is yeah.
3: power. Holiday Castro judge. I think that's fine. If you want to stack. Yeah. Holl- Holiday would be my favorite hitter. Um, but obviously judge has that upside you're looking for. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not terrible. Um, it's not my favorite stack. Cause I actually do like Duffy a little bit, but at the same time, I do agree with Nick that, uh, you know, he's obviously due for some regression just based on his peripheral stats. Uh,
1: Nick, any, uh, any emphasis on wanting to use Salvador Perez? He had that three home runs in the same game. Uh, it was a double header though. So he played two games that day here. Uh, he's hitting pretty well right now. Uh, he gets the righty lefty matchup. Doesn't really matter for Sal Perez. He's pretty splits neutral overall. Um, I don't think I'm going there today, but uh, any interest for you? Yeah, I think I'm going to stay away from the Royals uh, today. All right, I would agree as well. So, um, Twins at Orioles, uh, Nick, I'll stay with you here. Irvin Santana, he's kind of that regression. You know, he wasn't going to leave 98% of his runners on base all year. You know, eventually they were going to cross the plate and score some runs against him. Uh, It's starting to come uh, in two of his last three games here. Uh, You've got Dylan Bundy who I've used quite a bit this year, but the Twins, they just scored a bajillion runs last night. I don't know if Bundy really has the stuff to get through this lineup with them. Um, I'm not staying or I'm not going anywhere near the pitching in this game. Uh, This game's about the bats, and you can convince me on basically uh, any of the known quantities on on either side.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, looking at everything – Uh, I guess all the advanced stats for Irvin Santana, like everything's pretty consistent with his career numbers. So there's no reason he should continue pitching better than he has throughout his career. Um, So I think we'll continue to see that kind of catch up with them. Uh, That being said, I don't necessarily really like too many people um, on Baltimore. The one person I had highlighted is Trumbo. Mm -hmm. Um, He's – really good against uh forcing fastball and he hits the slider well um urban santana kind of relies on that slider to get people out and he throws a forcing fastball so um if i was going to target one person i guess on that side it'd be trumbo and then like you said dylan bundy um i don't think he's in a really good spot either um He's got a next BIP over four – I think it's 4.78 right now with uh home run to fly ball percentage that should increase as well. And kind of seeing the Twins put up all those runs yesterday doesn't make me feel very good about <laughs> somebody like that.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Boggs, how are you approaching this game? I think I can like – I like the, the Trimble call. Chris Davis, three home runs off Santana, but 11 strikeouts as well and 28 at-bats. So it's going to be a home run or like – Three or four strikeouts. Um, not really on Chris Davis today at all, in my opinion. Um, wh- wh- how are you approaching this game? It's just, it's kind of just the bats for me here, no pitching.
3: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. You know, Baltimore is its a hitter's ballpark. It's, you know, it's a bandbox box. it's got a short porch out there in left field. So targeting right handed power is usually the direction I like to go, um, especially when you have two hittable pitchers on the mound. Uh, Urban Santana, fly ball pitcher. And that works well when he's at home in Minnesota, but not so much in Baltimore here. Uh, Obviously, another game where you might have some weather concerns, but uh, I don't think it should affect the hitters. I think that eventually, maybe outside of a small delay, that they'll get the whole 9 innings in.
1: Uh, your boy Trumbo, three for five with a home run, Nick. So he's, he's got right. the he's got the super small limited sample size BVP <laughs> in his favor too. Um, any, anything else in it for anybody in this game? I think we just kind of got to keep it moving along on the big slate today. So, uh, A uh, Boggs, I want to stay with you on this one because we got your Angels there in Tampa Bay. Uh so not only did Anaheim lose, not only are the Angels are on the road, but you got to deal with Joe West behind the plate today for the Angels today. You got any any rants on Joe West, the the prolific uh Joe West behind the
3: plate there. I'm pretty sure I've expended all my <laughs> distaste for Joe West over the years. And you know, adding insult to injury here, but um yeah, it's uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to talk about Joe West. All right, so, um, what about Matt Shoemaker?
1: So, he's had two good starts in a row. Uh, no surprise, he starts throwing uh, what is that, the split finger, uh, and he has all the success again. Um, those were both at home, too. He's got some really wacky uh, home road splits in his career here. How are you handling him? First, Corey Dickerson's gonna hit a home run off of him to start the game, that's almost like a guarantee at this point. Um, but then other than that, what do you think he can do against this lineup? A lot of strikeouts but also a lot of ISO and a lot of
3: power. Yeah, look, I mean, he's obviously come in a little bit overpriced or, you know, probably severely overpriced on DraftKings, but I think that there's some tournament upside here. Obviously, you get a boomer bust pitcher in, in Shoemaker to go along with a, a boomer bust, you know, lineup with, with the Rays. And Shoemaker can seem to see, you know, just had trouble in the first inning of games this year. Once he's, if he's able to somehow get out of that first inning unscathed, uh, that's when he, you know, Typically settles down. Obviously, preferred if he was pitching at home. But uh, again, it's just a more retirement upside up against a, an inconsistent Rays offense that we all know can strike out in bunches.
1: Uh, Nick, what do you think of Shoemaker? I've been, I've used him uh, the last start, that worked out pretty well. Uh, I think I'm going to move away from him today. There's just, it's too much boom bust potential in my cash gains for me to use Shoemaker and the price is high. And then you, Uh, mentioned Alex Cobb is uh, in pre-show as someone you you had a little bit of interest in so uh, sell me on Alex Cobb I think a lot of people are going to be using bats against him today
2: yeah I mean I think with Joe West as the umpire kind of um you know makes me less enthusiastic about I guess either pitcher um but it is still I mean it's great park um Cobb has done pretty well at home he's uh predominantly a ground ball pitcher and the Angels ground out quite a bit um, and really, I mean, the only person in that lineup that's super scary, I mean, on a daily basis is Trout. Um, potentially Calhoun has power as well, but, uh, you know, that, that think, Trout
1: guy's okay. I mean, I've heard, right? heard some, yeah.
2: heard some stories about him. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it was a better umpire assignment, I would be a lot higher on Cobb. Um, cause I think that it's a good matchup for him, but, um, with Joe West back there, it's gonna, I don't know. Could go either way, and I'll probably stay away from this game.
1: Um, what does anybody have thoughts on Angels' bats? Uh, Boggs, I guess I'll stay with you. You probably know the Angels better than just about anybody in DFS. Uh, I really wish Calhoun wasn't hitting six today because DraftKings was like they completely forgot about him in their price hiking of everybody, which is I actually like that they did that. Uh, they forgot about Calhoun 2.8k on DraftKings. I wish he was hitting higher. Uh, but he's kind of on my radar just a little bit just because his price is so cheap today. So what do you think your Angels bats against Cobb?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an intriguing spot. And obviously, you know, you want him to be batting up a little bit higher in the lineup, but, you know, even at that price tag, I would have a problem playing him in cash games uh, because if you're looking for some value, you can do a lot worse than rostering a guy like Cal- Calhoun uh, up against uh, a, a pitcher in Alex Cobb who's, who has struggled uh Since returning from injury, I think he's got a 403 wOBA dating back to 2015 against left-handed batters. Uh, obviously, horrible uh, strikeout rate as well, which mm-hmm. would help uh, the Calhoun's prospects. And Valbuena, he's got some nice value, uh, and you could roster him at third, so you don't have to sacrifice first base position. Yep, um, there's a little bit of intrigue here, but again, it's it, it's in that ballpark and. It's a ballpark that you can still have a home run out of it, but there's a lot of foul territory, which uh, oftentimes could lead to you know weak uh, foul ball outs.
1: Um, I want to go back to the Rockies lineup. Blackman, LeMayhew, Arenado, Gonzalez, Desmond, Parra, uh, Amarista, Wolters. Uh, Nick, Walters is a cheap catcher play I don't hate today. Cargo's hitting cleanup. Um, Blackman, there's no um, uh, Mark Reynolds in there today. So uh, a guy like Cargo back in the cleanup spot. He looks pretty good. Uh, I don't hate Walters as a as a cheap punt catcher today either.
2: Yeah, I had Walters last night, and I think he ended up getting twelve points on Fanduel, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, he'll probably be projecting out similar. So I guess I haven't seen what his price if his price went up or not. Uh, but if it's around the same, I think he's going to be good value at catcher for sure. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. He's someone I'm going to be targeting. I think. uh,
1: Let's go uh, Rangers at Red Sox. Uh, Nick, I'll stay with you. Kashner, this ERA is like minuscule, but every underlying statistic basically says Andrew Kashner is going to get hit hard. And it's been saying that for like three or four starts yet. It hasn't happened yet, mainly because he has a lot of weak contact to right-handed bats. But it's the lefties that can really do some damage against him. Um, I'm looking to use guys like Ben Attendee. I wish Mitch Moreland was a little higher in the lineup, um, but Hanley's getting hot here too. Betts is at home, or uh, he has the good home splits too. Is this the spot where Andrew Kashner finally gets lit up the Red Sox? Uh, a run line over five.
2: Yeah, I mean, I keep thinking that, and uh, he keeps proving me wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is another spot that looks, you know, looks good for Boston. Um, I had. Uh, Yeah, like Mitch Moreland batting sixth. I I mean, I still like him even in that position. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Benintendi and Mookie Betts. Uh, Both guys have low ground ball percentages. Um, Yeah, so I mean, I could see there's three or four guys that could get after Kashner in this spot. Um, What are you doing, Boggs? Maybe you can
1: hit on Porcello here too. Um, he's priced pretty reasonable. The Rangers got a pretty low run line at 65 with a wind blowing in in Boston. It's kind of pitchers weather on the East coast today. Uh, is Porcello, anything you really want to take a shot
3: on? Uh, you know, I, it's more of a, it's, it's kind of the same feeling I have with, uh, you know, when we talked about with Marquez, I mean, Porcello, uh, sure you could play him in a tournament. It's a little bit too risky for cash games for me. Um, But, you know, he just doesn't really have that upside. I mean, obviously, at times we've seen some big games from him, but while he can certainly navigate through this Texas lineup, uh, I just don't really see him on a side like DraftKings where he's going to give up hits. Uh, He would be more play on FanDuel for me, just generally always, because he's going to give up hits. Uh, He's going to just limit the base runners, you know, limit damage, uh, but, you know, really isn't. Guy that is efficient enough for me uh, to to, to, to you know, roster in cash games.
2: Nick, any love for Porcello at all tonight? I mean, he's like I guess value wise, like on FanDuel, I just have him pretty middle of the road, so um, I probably won't end up with him in very much, if anything. Um, any anybody else
1: here? I'm not really on these Rangers bats, bogs and I think you could probably agree with me and Nick. Um, especially the lefties, Ben Attendee, Moreland. Um, you can you can talk about Sandy Leon if you need a cheap catcher too, and maybe Mookie Betts because he's got those home splits too. They usually work really really good for him. Like eventually, Kashner is going to get hit. So uh, I think a couple of these lefties. Ben Attendee is probably one of my favorite somewhat reasonably priced value plays of the day on D.K. Yeah, it's
3: it's. I think you can make a case for you know stacking up just the lefties. You could stack up the whole lineup in the event that Cashner does blow up, um, you know. And then if you're looking for a one-off, Jackie Bradley Jr. It's hitting this down there at seven, at 4200. I, I think his ownership will probably be at an all-time low, uh, and he's always a guy that I consider if I'm just looking for a one-off
1: um jose bautista is playing third base tonight in milwaukee that's going to be interesting (laughs) it's interesting to say the least let's go indians at reds um all right nick what are we doing with carrasco because he definitely has strikeout potential against this reds team they gave him some extra rest after he had this pectoral injury that was on his non-throwing side they're just like hey sit down for a little bit here i don't really think he's on any kind of pitch count today And there's some really, really high strikeout upside for him today. Uh, I'm not cool – or I don't have the stones, I guess, to play him in cash games. Um, But for tournaments uh, at really low ownership uh, for what Carlos Carrasco should have, I think he's very, very interesting.
2: Yeah. um, I mean, definitely not in cash games. But uh, I guess he's a higher upside guy that should be fairly low owned. Um, He's a ground ball pitcher – the only thing, I guess Cincinnati doesn't really ground out a whole lot. Um, and there's some pretty scary bats in that lineup. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably not going to have too much exposure to him. But you um, could see him having some upside at low ownership. What are you doing with Carrasco, Box?
1: Are you scared off that injury? I know for my cash game set, I'm not going to have Carlos Carrasco before, uh, you know, forthcoming with that. But I think for tournaments today uh, and maybe even the uh, the arcade mode on DraftKings today – I'm going to play that 20-max, uh, low-stakes one. Uh, I'll be mixing him in there today. I think he's got plenty of upside.
3: He certainly has the upside if uh, – you know, he would have more upside if his game was played at home in, in American League Park. Uh, pitcher coming off injury, American League pitcher, you know, to boot going into the National League Park against a, a tough lineup. This is not the spot uh, for Carrasco today. And I mean, it, it does suck because – I am more of a tournament guy, and anytime you tell me that a guy like Carrasco you think would be you know severely under-owned, I'd jump all over it, but this is just not a spot. I don't see him going past six innings in this game. Um,
1: all right, so if you, neither one of you want Carrasco, you're probably not going to use Amir Garrett, although the the Indians, they do leave a little bit to be desired against left-handed pitching. Uh, I don't think I can roll out Garrett in any format today. So, uh, Nick, what are you doing with the bats here? Uh, the Indians – uh, almost a five-run line. They get a nice park upgrade. They do lose the DH, but it's still kind of like their A-plus lineup towards the top of it. And as uh, someone in chat mentioned, my uh, my apparent twin, Jan Gomes, is hitting seven today, so I had to give
3: him that <laughs>
2: um, I mean, I think – yeah, I don't think Amir Garrett is going to do well. Uh, he has probably given up more home runs per fly ball than he should. Um that being said, I mean, I don't think this is a good matchup for him. Uh, he gives up a little bit harder contact to right-handed bats. Um, I want to say Edwin is an, an okay play, but he is just killing me lately. So, mm-hmm. you know, watching him strike out those first three bats last night was just brutal. But, I mean, if he, if he connects with anything, it's going out of the park because he's pretty much just swinging for the fences every time.
1: Um, Boggs, you want any of these Indians bats, like a, a Lindor, a Santana and Edwin for GPPs is fine. I think if you use Edwin, um, with how he's been to start the season in cash games, I think you're a little crazy. And then, you know, you get Kipnis and you get Brantley, but these are lefty and lefty. It's just, a an overall tough matchup. I think it's going to lead to pretty low ownership for a stack in Cleveland tournaments today.
3: It could, uh, it probably shouldn't, but, um, uh, on the same side of things, I think, uh, if you are looking to load up bats and get Kershaw, I think uh, you know maybe we're selling Garrett a little bit short here. Um, there's obviously the strikeout potentials there. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable rostering it in cash games, but if you're looking uh, down at the bottom of the barrel in terms of pricing and you need that relief, I would I would roster Garrett in a tournament over you know anyone that's sub uh, five uh, k. Oh, I got,
1: I got, I got a good play on uh, be a be a genie from the the Blue Jay. We'll talk oh, about that. We'll sure. talk about that when we get down there. I, I think he's pretty interesting today. Um, we'll keep him moving along. Padres at Mets. Um, Nick Matt Harvey. If you look at a lot of the uh, underlying statistics, he's like a bottom ten to fifteen percent pitcher in the league this year. You've got the Padres, who they have some power, but they love to strike out here. What are we doing with Matt Harvey? Because I know he's he's got the name. He's going to draw a lot of ownership. I'm personally not doing it. Uh, I think there's w- there's way, way, on a 30-game slate, there's way better options than Matt Harvey, who just – he's simply just not good right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think um, it's hard because you look at the Padres in, in most uh, – mm-hmm. I guess in most categories, they're one of them. Dylan
1: the- Covey struck
2: out nine Padres uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Exactly. So I mean, I could see Harvey having it having a good game against them. Um, But like, I mean, there are quite a few guys on that in that lineup, like Myers, Shimp, um, Hedges, like they all have power. So, um, you know, and he's been giving up a ton of home runs. So it's, yeah, definitely a little bit too scary for me to roster Harvey tonight. Boggs, what's
1: your thought on Matt Harvey? I think he's gonna he's gonna draw more, more ownership than I think he should tonight, simply because of the name and the matchup of the Padres. I am staying far away from Matt Harvey.
3: Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a sad story with him, man. It's you know you can't get one of the game's best pitchers and you,
1: you got Julian Edelman stealing your girl, man.
3: You just got you got to get over it, my man. <laughs> yeah. He's got bigger problems than that, but it's just a uh, yeah, it, it it is tough because you know if there's ever a time to maybe. Try and get on back on board before it happens. It would be against a team like the Padres, but it's just uh, a—I think that ship sale for me, and I wouldn't be using him unless you absolutely have to.
1: Yeah, Nick. The problem is too that the Padres are so damn cheap on DraftKings today. Uh, Solarte hitting second for two point seven. Margot leadoff two point eight. Schimpf's got power. Renfro's cheap. Spangenberg's two point seven. Hedges is cheap. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna use Harvey. I might use a Padre or two today just because they're they're priced cheap and Kershaw's pitching today.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it helps you get uh, Kershaw, um, you know, if I was gonna do it, I'd probably take more than one Padre. I mean, I'd probably stack him a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a a fine play.
1: Boggs, what's your take on the, on on the cheap Padres? If it helps you get, I mean, you could theoretically get Kershaw and you could get McCullers somewhat pretty easily if you use like three or four of these Padres today. I don't know if I'm going that crazy. Um, I do want some semblance of what I view as, you know, elite bats today. So I don't know if I'm going to pull that off on DK, but uh, the price is really nice on DK today.
3: Yeah, you can do it. I've done it already. I was doing it before <laughs> the show. You're um, not the only one with McCullers and Kershaw on a Padres. Thanks. Believe me, I know that. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, it's not just a, what appears to be a good matchup against the, you know, struggling Harder V. You also get, if they can get to him, uh, probably the worst bullpen in the league, in my opinion, or at least one of them in the Mets that uh, mm-hmm. can't lead. you know, perennially just have been trash so uh there's a there's some upside on the road extra, extra potential at that not the best ballpark in the world but um you know the guys that you would be playing as a part of that stack uh, are pretty much all or nothing guys anyway all
1: right let's go pirates at braves nick uh this is an interesting offensive game uh you know if this was in turner field last year a nine and a half total it would be nuts but uh, they basically move from like a top five pitchers park into a top 10, and especially for lefties, like a top five hitters ballpark today. And we've got Tyler Glass now who can't hold anybody on against Ari Dickey, who just really isn't good here. Uh, this game's all about the bats, guys like Josh Bell, Adam Frazier. Uh, you can get speed with Enciarte and Phillips against Glass now. Uh, those are guys on my radar today. And then you got uh, not-so-fat Matt Adams. I guess he slimmed down a little bit too for the, uh, the Braves in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, uh, Vegas is looking at this as a pretty high-scoring game on both sides. Um, definitely don't like either of the pitchers, uh, you know. And I guess from a stolen base perspective, it is fun to pick on Glass now. Um, and Cervelli's behind the play too. Like this is this is literally one of the best combos you can get for stealing bases. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, and the Braves, I guess the only plus thing for Glass now, Braves are uh, a team that doesn't walk all that often. um, And that's kind of one of the big things he struggled with. Mm -hmm. You know, I think eventually he, you know, he has good stuff. He should, he should eventually be a decent pitcher. I mean, I guess um, the Pirates are kind of counting on him to be eventually. Uh, So I don't know. I, yeah, I think if I was going to target, um, hitters against him I would just go for for somebody that has high on base percentage and has speed yeah for um, playing arcade mode ender and
1: Ciarte today I'm telling you like, I like what's uh, what's real quick we're not sponsoring anything does anybody else play arcade mode I like it because you know like you get you know pitchers who are 80% on you get hitters who are 50 60% on in the normal game and because there's only five spots in arcade mode like everybody's like 12 15% so if you get the right plays you got them all to yourself. I actually like arcade mode, Nick. You have you been messing around with that at all? Haven't tried it yet. I probably should. It's fun. I like it, Boggs. You have you played around in arcade mode? No, I don't uh, like it. it it's, you don't like it. I, <laughs> I don't think it's a gimmick. I think I think it's a pretty fun format, honestly. But uh, all right, we'll jump back into this, Boggs. Bats in this game. Would you rather? You can't steal off Dickie, so a guy like Frazier maybe his upsides a little bit less today. But like Josh Bell. Left-handed power against R.A. Dickey. That sounds like a home run uh, on layaway today. And then uh, against Glass now, the, the speed combos towards the top of the lineup are where I'm
3: kind of looking at. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's tough because uh, I don't really like to look at that Pirates lineup. and I guess I haven't since Polanco went down. Marte's been out, and Kang is in jail in Korea somewhere. But, um, <laughs> you, know, it, uh, you know, it's an inter- interesting spot, even when you look at it. I mean, Cervelli... Whether or not you believe in the BVP, he's hit uh, Dickey pretty well, and uh, I especially think that BVP is uh, an interesting component when looking at knuckleball pitchers because it's Mm -hmm. just one of those pitches where you can either hit it or you can't. Uh, So uh, I think it's a little bit of intrigue for me. Uh, When I'm taking hitters against Dickey, I don't typically like to do the the one-off. I want to get as many of those bats in there as I can. Um, But, yeah, for the most part, no, I'm not interested in pitching, and uh, it's really the the top one through five from each respective order in this game.
1: McCutcheon is three for 21 with ten strikeouts against Dickey, so maybe don't look at him. Um, everybody else looks pretty decent against him. Nothing really standing out, or you might want to kind of shy away from them. So uh, just, uh, just McCutcheon has that bad BVP. Um, Toronto, Milwaukee, uh, Nick, let's talk uh, Mr. Joseph Biagini because the pitch count It's not there anymore. Um, He only kind of got lifted early in the last game because he was getting hit around. And, well, I don't think he's going to throw 100 pitches if he's pitching well. I think he's going to go well above the 70. I, I might give him like an 80 to 85 pitch count today. And as the, what, the second cheapest pitcher against Milwaukee who likes to strike out. Now they have a lot of power too. I got to admit, he is very, very interesting to me. I don't know if I can do it in cash, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if he has a good game. But I I love him in the tournament formats today. I
2: I mean, I could see him being an SP2 in cash even. It's just Um, like, what does he need? Like 12 points, he can do that. Yeah, I mean, he's he's an extreme ground ball pitcher. And Milwaukee grounds out a ton. um, And they have, you know, the strikeout upside for him. So, yeah, I mean, I guess the question is how far you think he's going to make it uh, in this game, I don't. I mean, I don't see him getting blown up. So, you know, I, I'd feel comfortable with him as an SP two even. Yeah, I, f- I feel pretty safe giving him eighty pitches
1: tonight. I, I think the pitch count they they said it's off. Maybe he can get a little more, maybe it's a little less, but it's, I don't think it's going to be that 60 unless he kind of gets beat up again. So, Boggs, what's your take on Biagini here? Pretty good prospect, uh, you know, very high ground ball pitcher here. Do you think he can get it done here today in Milwaukee?
3: I think he certainly can. Um, it's just uh, I always have a problem rostering converted relievers. Um, I think that, it, you know, the stats are hard to trust in that situation, um, and it's a completely different mindset. From, from a pitching standpoint, but regardless, if you think and you're telling me that he doesn't have a, you know a 90 pitch you know limit, then I would certainly uh, probably step back and say I like him more than Garrett. Uh, but again, it's not safe by any means. He's you he mm-hmm. can't have a decent start at that price tag. I think you understand the risk, but uh, you better hit you better nail your hitters, and if that's the case. Um, because he's certainly, uh, you know, there's an opportunity for him to blow up, in my opinion. Um, what about,
1: oh, any of these bats here? To You know, Jimmy Nelson, too. Like, does anyone have any interest in Jimmy Nelson? He's halfway decent at home. He struggles versus lefties. And, you know, pretty predominantly right-handed lineup, uh, except for a couple of guys. You get down towards the bottom of the lineup. Chris Coghlan, Goins, and then Biagini, too. He's got a hit today. Uh, Nick, you got any interest in Nelson or any bats in this game?
2: Um, I mean, I'm, I guess, I'm probably not going to roster Jimmy Nelson, but um, I could, I could see, you know, him having a good outing. Um, but like I said before, I mean, a lot of these options, it's like if, if it was a different slate, I could see it, but with the options that we have at pitcher tonight, I just don't think I'll be rostering Nelson. Yeah, I would. Uh, not not the slate for Jimmy Nelson, in my
1: opinion, today. Maybe maybe a Kenrys Morales, uh, a Coglin, if you need a cheap bet. I actually don't hate those guys against Nelson today. Uh, let's go. Uh, Tigers at Astros. We've got four games left, and we're running out of time. So we got Lance McCullers, um, Boggs. He's got that curveball, knuckle curve, whatever you call it. It's basically uh, one of the best pitches in all of baseball. Um. He's been really, really good this year. He struggles a little bit with walks. He's calmed it down a little bit this year, though. Um, The Tigers, though, they'll hit against anybody here, but with a run line of under three and a quarter, 3.21 right now. The Astros lineup came out, too. There's no Correa. um, There's no Gaddis either, so it's a little bit weaker um, for the Astros lineup. Um, But I, I think McCullers is very clearly, if you're not using Kershaw, I think you can use McCullers and you can actually
3: make both of them work on DK. today. Yeah. It's a, you know, it, it's, I was waiting for that line to come out and speak of devil, It just came out. Um, there's definitely some, a, a lot of upside here with McCullers. It's not uh, the best of matchups, but uh, again, you know, it, the Tigers on it doesn't always scare me. It's just that they, they have some really tough outs in that lineup, like a Victor Martinez, even getting down towards the bottom and the guy like, Glacies just is a pest to play, tough to strike out. And you have one of the best hitters, you know, two hitters, and JD Martinez and and Miguel Cabrera. So there's a there's a little bit of an added element of risk. Um, But on the same token, if McCullers say you know he has to throw a couple extra pitches, uh, he still has the stuff to bury them if he gets ahead in the count. And you know he doesn't necessarily need to go eight innings. Uh, to justify that price tag if he's bearing hitters. So uh, I definitely like him tonight. The wind at the very least should be should be there. Um and uh, I, I like this lineup. Obviously Correa wishes he was in, but uh, you know and just about anyone is a more <laughs> capable catcher uh, than Gaddis is.
1: Um what do you think of this Nick here? Uh McCullers give me 30
2: second take on McCullers today. Uh so he he also gets uh umpire bump um, Carlos Torres um, so I I think that he was definitely solidified as my second favorite pitcher before I kind of noticed that um, I mean I mean I think Kershaw's obviously has to project higher, but, um, I may end up going with McCullers
3: in this. Position. It
1: just, it gets you, especially on DK, it gets you like Arizona bats. You can't really, even if you go with a cheap pitcher, unless you go be a genie and it's really tough to get some Arizona bats in with Kershaw.
2: Today. Yep. Yep. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think he's probably, I guess, from a value perspective, my favorite pitcher on the slate. All right.
1: Um, well, I'm going to kind of, I don't know if I really should do this. I'm going to kind of skip over the Arizona game. Cause we got two other games. and I know i um, I know Nick liked Jesse Hahn uh, for the A's today, so I want to let him talk about that. Uh, Arizona guys play. Uh, anybody on Arizona against Covey, one of the worst pitchers in the league? Uh, and I was talking to Eric Crane, and he likes the White Sox quite a bit today. They're going to go really underowned. owned uh, If you look at some of the numbers, the second lowest strikeout rate versus lefties, uh, a 111 WRC plus a 335 WOBA versus lefties this year. Uh, the White Sox are pretty good versus lefties. It's going to be like 100. I think the roof's going to be open. Um, so just just kind of get all the bats that you want. They're expensive, but I think uh, bats on either side should be worth it. Um, all right, Nick, the A's here. Talk about Jesse Hahn here, and then we'll get to uh, Clayton Kershaw here. What's, uh, what's popping off
2: on him for you today? Uh, I mean, he gets park bump, um, pitching at home where he's played better than on the road, um, facing a Miami team that has the highest ground ball percentage, um, and he's another ground ball pitcher. Uh, so I guess mixing those things together, I just think he's in a really good spot. Um, he does uh, give up a little bit harder contact to left-handed bats, which is kind of scary when you look at. I guess I don't think this lineup's out yet, but I don't uh, have, they have a lot of left-handed bats, um, which would be the only negative. Um, but I mean, I, I guess as a lower price under-owned pitcher, um, I think he's in a pretty good spot.
1: Um. Boggs, you got anything on uh, on the ace here, Jesse? Hahn, I see you on your radar. It's a kind of an interesting call on a, on when all teams are playing today to want to have a little bit of interest in Hahn.
3: Yeah, and you know, you know, I I agree with everything Nick said. Um, you know, the the main problem is is you know a lot of ground balls. Uh, Oakland, just about every single player is out of position. No one, no one plays a real position. I mean, uh, the, really, the only guy is probably Ploof who can actually. Feel that his positioners should be in the major leagues at his spot. Um, you'll need to see the lineup, but you know Oakland's a terrible defensive team, and that doesn't necessarily. If see, they're making errors, doesn't necessarily mean bad things for Hahn, but it'll drive up his, his, his pitch camp necessarily. I don't like the strikeout upside tonight.
1: Um, and don't forget about the goat Jed Lowry over on FanDuel tonight. He's he's playing pretty well this season. What is, he, what is he, Nick, 2300 over there today, something like that? I, I, know, I know he's pretty cheap over there. He's someone I'm, I'm eyeing a little bit on today. Uh, all right, let's talk Clayton Kershaw. All right, Nick, he's really expensive. He's not Clayton Kershaw that we expect, um, but he's going up against – he's at home, which his career splits at home are just absolutely off the charts. Uh, he's going up against the Cardinals, who outside of Dexter – Dexter Fowler somehow has good BvP. It's a lot of singles, um, but he's like 20 for 50 off of him. Uh, I just think Kershaw I'm paying for him I'm expecting him to kind of regress into the good Clayton Kershaw and this looks like a pretty good spot for him so. Did you
2: guys see the price on Carpenter on FanDuel by
1: chance? Oh the whole team or everyone's like 1500 and 1600 on FanDuel I guess that was one that How, was that how are you how are you playing that today? Because like my question for you is do you need if you're not using Kershaw do you need these cheap Cardinals bats? Like the reason you need a cheap Cardinals bat is to play Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you can't, like they don't match together.
2: I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, the one that's popping up uh, for me as a good value is Carpenter. I mean, I could even see if you're playing Kershaw and have, you know, having Carpenter um, is not necessarily the worst
3: strategy Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm sorry to jump in. I wouldn't do that in, in cash games, but for a tournament, I mean, I guess the thought would be, you know, maybe after eight innings. Uh, maybe in the <laughs> it's not book. like the
1: bullpen stinks either, you know. It's like yeah. one of the best in baseball. Yeah, so it, it, it's tough.
3: It's tough, but I, I've definitely considered it. And, uh, it's, it's, if it's,
1: you use like McCullers and then you use like a Fowler or a Carpenter, then you can get like all 4K bats. Is that something you would entertain in GPPs today, Boggs?
3: Uh, not really. Uh, it would be with a Kershaw, just a one guy. If I needed needed some salary relief, like I, I wouldn't mind playing a Fowler in there at one of the three outfield spots it's tough with Carpenter obviously he's a guy that it's not in the playoffs I know, I know BVP is uh, not something that takes into account but as he's had some success and gotten a hold of few off of Kershaw in the past but uh, at first base uh, if I'm playing Kershaw uh, it's because I, and I'm using a Cardinals match because I probably want Goldschmidt in there um fowler bobby's dropping some knowledge
1: kershaw said fowler is the toughest hitter of anyone against him what do you think is it two and bobby makes a, a halfway decent point giving up your first base slot on carpenter you know if you use fowler you got a couple more outfield spots to, to mess around with today so it's uh, just an in- interesting conundrum uh today on FanDuel um, with all with the kershaw pricing i like to call it over there um but i think across the board boggs kershaw very clearly the the number one pitcher for you today yeah absolutely uh, and Nick, for you as well. Yep, for sure. I think I think so as well. You can make it in GPPs. Anything goes. If you want to stack a team, it's a lot tougher with Kershaw. Um, but uh, I, I certainly think he's viable in all formats today. So uh, that's going to wrap it up. We got through 15 games somehow. We got two and a half more hours of show. We'll have Roth on at 6:30 to get you up to weather. Uh, let's see. Coming up next, we've got. Let's see if my computer wanted to work. We've got oh the the uh, the best friend show with Jacks uh, Cheese is good and Big T. Dean and Cardi on the Late Show, and then Colosi and Roth coming up next. So, uh, have fun tonight, guys. Go check out Nick's uh, projections. You can get them for two bucks for a day. You can buy a season long as well. Uh, he's won a lot of money playing baseball over the years. For two bucks, if, even if you're playing like ten or fifteen bucks in the day, not a, not a horrible investment on the data to, to get a peek behind the scenes of Nick's algorithm. Um, and if you want to check out Cards uh, Premium article, uh, again, I will post this in chat. If you have premium. You can go click on that. He only won $100,000 last night, Uh, so you can go check that out. And if you don't have premium, you can get a seven-day free trial uh, in the store. So go check that out. Uh, For Nick and Boggs, uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, We out, Jeff.
0: Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1.
1: Phone $15 no is a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. of cancel, early remaining balance to Unlimited basic after 630 dollars Pay $32 per month per line for five lines without auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply.